The George Real Estate Group Radio Broadcast is celebrating 10 years on WHKP. The George Real Estate Group is celebrating 10 years on the radio live every Thursday morning at 10.05 on WHKP 107.7 FM and AM 1450 and streaming online at whkp.com. Each Friday morning at 8.45, the George Real Estate Group presents the Hometown Hero Award to someone in our community who goes above and beyond to make our hometown a better place to live. Here's this week's Hometown Hero Show. Ben Skill and Don't Let Our Love Start Slipping Away brings us up to 8.45 and time now for our George Real Estate Group Hometown Hero. And good morning and welcome to the George Real Estate Group uh, sponsored Hometown Hero Series here on WHKP. Thanks so much for being here this morning. This morning is special. We're so excited to honor the 1972 basketball team that won 50 years ago the 3A uh, state championship. And we're going to interview them and hear more about their story, which is so exciting and, again, an honor to have them here and honor them as our hometown hero. Uh, But before we do that, just a quick update on the real estate market. The real estate market's continuing to move. I know there's a lot of news out there about the market slowing down and, you know, the the recession and interest rates. But the, the truth is inventory levels are low. We only have 230 active homes in the market in Henderson County. Our average single-family home price is over $450,000, and that's because of supply and demand. Uh, Interest rates, compared to the last 50 years, if we go back 50 years, the average interest rate over the 50 years was at 7.8%. We're still below that. But again, if you're thinking about selling, thinking about buying, we'd love to have the opportunity to interview for the job. There's no pressure. There's no cost. There's no obligation. You can call the George Real Estate Group at 828 393-0134. Also find us online at realestatebygreg.com. And by the way, if you want to, if you aren't able to catch the whole uh, uh, segment this morning, we do podcast this and you can find this on your favorite podcast platform. But again, excited to be here honoring these guys as our hometown hero. Thank you, Noah. And uh, fellas, thanks for coming out this morning. 50 years ago. Y'all believe that? Yeah, well thank you for having us. What do you remember most about the championship game 50 years later? Well, I remember that we were we were considered underdogs, even though we came into the championship game at, what, 26 and 1? Mm-hmm. But we were playing the defending state champs, so everybody thought that they were going to repeat. Um, but that's basically what I remember most about the championship game and I also remember uh, we had the most support even though we had the smallest enrollment we uh, we had the most you know raucous fans and all the other teams that had gotten knocked out of the tournament that were still sticking around to see everybody jumped on our bandwagon <laughs> so we not only had now where was that game played Durham Durham Okay, good deal. Um, Harold, you had 34 points in that game. Was that the most you scored in that tournament? Yes. That's, uh, I had 34 two nights. Good deal. Against Washington. Now, 
this movie that's coming out, I think they're going to be showing it in early August now, called Tin Can Man. I, for some reason, thought, well, maybe they were thinking that old, maybe that old gymnasium was called the Tin Can, and I knew it wasn't. I always called it the Cracker Box. That was a tiny gym, y'all. That's what we call it, too. Tell us about the Tin Can Man. You showed me the picture this morning. Well, when I was five years old, that's when I started playing ball. And uh, my neighbor, we called him Darling, but William Davidson, had set up two goals in the back of his yard near my house. So he had two tin cans, and that's how I started shooting ball in the two tin cans. And we used to go out there every day. And So did you guys play at Harold's tin can court? No, we did no. not. Actually, we didn't really link up with Harold until – I guess by the fourth or fifth yeah, grade. Yeah, by, by okay. middle. I guess what they call middle school gotcha. now. Now to get a basketball inside that tin can was pretty hard compared to a goal. Well, when I first started out, it was you know pretty hard, but as we kept playing every day and shooting at night, it became like uh, shooting in a regular goal. Now your team was probably known more for defense than anything. What yeah. what? was the catalyst that you guys could play such good defense? Well, we had that uh, switching defense. We could, you know, pick you jump. up, jump. And uh, if we got beat, the other man, uh, the other teammates would help out. So we were switching. And... Good deal. Now, Coach Pardue, Jim Pardue, was the coach of that team. What made him click? What was the deal with Coach Pardue? I think his history. He had, before us, they had played zone Offense and defense, and I guess because of our side, we started playing man-to-man, and, and we was picking them up all over the floor. And they didn't believe he was going to change the system, but we did. <laughs> and not only that, Coach Pardue used to come up to the YMCA, and that's how he got to see us play man-to-man defense. You know, that's all we did up to the Y. We just pick you up, and so Coach Pardue. Looking at this roster, the starting lineup, Tippy Cresswell, who I talked to Tippy yesterday, and uh, he wished he could be here. I think all y'all been by to see Tippy. Yeah, uh, first Harold cousin. Albany, Dennis Braswell, Brian Talent, who I understand lives in Charlotte now, and Johnny Landrums, who's with us. Other team members were Craig Fagan, Carl McCullough, Jeff Gould, Clay Richardson, Mike Norris, Mike Layton, Robert Fain, Jimmy Whelan, and Danny Vesey, Dr. Vesey, and Billy Ponder were the team managers back yeah. in 72. Right. right. Now, three of these teammates have passed on, uh, Layton and Whelan and Richardson, uh, some yeah. 50 years after you guys won the state championship. Right. Yeah. Yes. And, and um, Jimmy was our sixth man. Right. And he was really like a starter because yes. a lot of games he played starter right. minutes. Right. Yes. And, uh, I mean, he was he was definitely an important cog, yes. you know, in the wheel. So – I got a question, kind of off the air, but well, we're we're live okay. on the air right okay. now. Okay, Bill Ponder, right? He's still around here in Hillsdale. Yes. Did nobody notify him? Yeah, he does. I've he, been in touch. With okay, him, so. yeah, okay, he's good deal. So, so just out of curiosity, you guys had one loss. What did that one loss do for you guys going into that championship game? Was was it important? It was very important because that's when when Tuscola beat us. Yes, that's made us come together more. And we didn't. We just went. It got your attention. Got our attention, yes. and we was pulling when we was in the district. 
Tuscola was playing Pilsen. We wanted them bad. We wanted them bad. So we were cheering <laughs> for Tuscola because we wanted yeah. that rematch. And we didn't ever get it. But anyway, yeah. that really gave us the drive after Tuscola beat us. In my opinion also, Tuscola was the toughest defense I thought I played against all year long. They were big and the point guard guard was six four or six five and he was they had an offense just set up way out. We wasn't used to that. But you know, if we'd have worked and practiced against it, we'd have took care of them, you know, but man, they were real big yeah. and, and well coached. I yeah. think I uh, think Tuscola would have been in the team if, if they would have made it, I think they would have been a team who could have won the state championship. Did everybody get interviewed for the movie that's coming up? Or did they do you have any idea who all right. got talked no, to? No, uh about half half the folks have. Okay. I, I know think, Dr. Beasy said he has been scattered around and uh, yeah. so I I think about seven of the folks have been okay. kinda interviewed in one way or another for the Good documentary. Deal. Now, fifty years ago, it seemed like you guys have stayed in touch pretty well. Yeah. Yes. And not all y'all live here now. Yes. We've been like so, family though our whole lives. That's the reason. That's yeah. one reason we uh, won the state championship because we used to go to the church together, the movie, the barbershop. <laughs> we went everywhere yeah. together. Now, so yes, we did. if I remember right, and I may be wrong, Coach Pardue, I guess he saw some potential in you guys because I wouldn't. I don't think he really wanted you playing other sports, did he? No, I could have played football too. <laughs> so he pulled me to the side one day. He said, "Omni." Um, <laughs> You might hurt your knees, <laughs> so you know, you know, football is kind of a rough sport. So Joe Hunt kept asking me. Uh, so one day Joe Hunt would drive. He, would, he used to drive the bus. So he said, "Albany, come here." I know why you didn't play football. I said, "Why?" Because Coach Pardew told you. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, congratulations some 50 years later on the state championship. I have tried to do a little research, and it's awful hard to do, but I still think y'all may have been the only 3A boys champion from Western North Carolina Yeah, to right. date. Right. I know East High's girls won it a few years right. back, right. Yeah, and, and they were 3A back then. Exactly. But y'all should have been 1A. For, I was about yeah, to say, we, if we you were care. really a yeah. big 1A school playing 2A 600 uh, as far as enrollment. Yeah. yeah. And then course, and won it in 3A. Yeah, we, we've been playing in at least two. I think at that point, Hendersonville had been the state like maybe five, six times straight. Mm -hmm. And we could never quite get over the hump in 2A. Even though the prior year, we got knocked out in the semifinals as a 2A team on a last second shot. And uh, well, that's a story for another day, but we got knocked out. <laughs> and then, then we moved up to 3A. And won it all the first year in 3A. The yeah. reason we moved up, I was in the gym one day, and the phone rang, and Joe Hunt answered the phone. So they asked Joe Hunt, uh, did you want to move up to a 3A or stay at 1A? Joe Hunt said, well, if we play a 1A, I mean we, we'll play like a 1A. So he moved Joe Hunt, the reason that we moved up, because he was the athletic director, so. Coach Hunt made that decision, and yeah. I think he thought it'd be better for the school. I Quick. thought it'd be more competitive right. at that point. Quickly, level. and Noah, I'll let you close us out, but congratulations all you guys. We got a certificate for you. Did y'all get anything for winning the game other than a memory? We got uh, a, a certificate. A certificate. <laughs> and, and, a and, and a team trophy. Oh.
Yeah, good. yeah. Uh, the movie Tin Can Man is supposed to be coming out the first weekend in August now, on Saturday, and it's going to now be at Henderson. Friday, 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 Friday August 5th. 5th at Henderson Mill High School now. Right. Okay. And a ticket to see it is $50, and the Boys and Girls Club benefit from the tickets. Congratulations, fellas. Noah? Again, incredible, guys, to hear your story, and I'm excited about the movie. But something I remember Tippy talking about is how the community came around you guys in yes. during the season, you know, at every, the game, and then every, I mean, talk about the community and how what that yes. meant to you guys. Yes, we had a standing room only every night we played. Man, they supported yep. us real good. And when we went to Durham, um, I remember the first night. I think it was like maybe a Thursday night. We probably had maybe fifty, a hundred fans. And we, we got through the first round because it was like an eight-team tournament, an 18-eight-team tournament. So there were, you know, three games max. And uh, we made it through the first round. Anyway, that semifinal. Everybody showed up. Hendersonville cleared out. <laughs> I mean, it was it was It was, it was, it was like a home big, game. It was <laughs> like a home game. Yeah. In, in Durham. In Durham. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we made it through the semis, got to the finals, and same thing that Saturday night. Plus, we had all the other fans cheering for us too. So it was it was really an unbelievable feeling. Yeah, I'm sure everybody hated coming to play us in the Matchbox. Too. It's kind of before <laughs> yeah. there, there were Cameron crazies. I yes. guess there was Andersonville. I just remember them old mats they had tied up to the wall. Yeah, the rest of the mats. Yeah, yeah. Wall. I mean, you yeah. only had a few feet before yeah. you hit a brick yeah. wall. Yeah. Exactly. And I like to say something for our fans too. I mean, we had a group of. Parents and kids that were just backed up, and the girls would be sitting behind the bench and hollering and jumping up and down. We had a lot of support. You can hear Miss Pardue <laughs> at every game. Yep. You can hear, and my aunt, Aunt Hannah, Hannah Edwards. Yeah. You can hear her and Miss Pardue all night. Well, we, we, as we told you, have the real to real of the game. We broadcast that championship game, and if we can figure out a way to get that on the radio, We'll let you fellas know, and we'd like to rebroadcast that state championship game. Okay. Y'all to get together somewhere and yeah. sit there and laugh and get That sounds yeah. good. Well, I hope y'all can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. No Gentlemen, doubt. congratulations. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Hello, my name's Lucy Miller George, and my dad and grandfather started the George Real Estate Group. And if you need help selling your house, call 828-393-0134. For no pressure, no cost, no obligation, consultation, find out what your home is worth today. Visit us online at realestatebygreg.com and come by our office in Flat Rock. My dad has sold almost 1,200 homes. Give us a call today at 828-393-0134. My dad and my grandfather are the best, and I know you will be happy. Call the George Real Estate Group today. Check out their very intuitive website anytime you're in cyberspace, www.realestatebygreg.com. The George Real Estate Group is located in Flat Rock, North Carolina, near Hendersonville in Henderson County. You can find them online at realestatebygreg.com. The George Real Estate Group can be reached at 828-393-0134 or stop by their office at 2720 Greenville Highway, Flat Rock, North Carolina.
Tune in live each week on Thursdays at 10.05 a.m. on WHKP 107.7 FM and 14.50 a.m. or stream online at whkp.com or download these podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. The George Real Estate Group brings you the WHKP Hometown Hero Series every Friday morning at 845.